to this man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron. This is Dr. Ron, and the doctor is in the house today. Welcome to Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And again, I would like to thank the uh, people at uh, Feedspot because uh, we have been uh, selected to be in the top 50 podcasts concerning doctors. So thank you, Feedspot. And if you have a chance, uh, visit them at feed, F-E-E-D, feedspot.com. And I do welcome you, ladies and gentlemen, with an attitude of gratitude and continue to encourage you to use your logic and imagination so that you can see through this cluster of fog that is continually before us uh, from the media, from the politicians, from the bureaucratic physicians. Remember, you are the CEO of your body and you have to get things right and you, can, you have the right to ask questions and you have the right to get answers. So really uh, troubling times, huh? But with an attitude of gratitude, we're going to get through this. And again, another thanks for you giving us such good ratings for our, our two-part series on a crisis in humanity. And uh, if we add the uh, shots, the gene-altering shots, the experimental shots that people are getting, and uh, they, if it is true that they will also decrease sperm production. The 2045 date for the end of uh, having children is uh, very, very real. So, you know, I talked about this uh, gaslighting. Let me just uh, do it again because it's, it's happening every day. This term, ladies and gentlemen, originates 
in the systematic psychological manipulation of a victim. Started out by a husband named Patrick Hamilton's. Uh, this was in a play of 1938. It was called Gaslight. In this story, the husband attempts to convince his wife and others that she is insane by manipulating small elements of their environment and insisting that she is mistaken, that she's remembering things incorrectly. She's delusional when she points out these changes. The play's title alludes to how the abusive husband slowly dims the gas lights in their home while pretending nothing has changed in an effort to make his wife doubt her own perceptions. The wife repeatedly asked her husband to confirm her perceptions about the dimming lights, but in defiance of reality, he keeps insisting that the lights are the same and instead it is she who is going insane. Today, we are living in a perpetual state of gaslighting. The reality that what we are being told by the media is at complete odds with what we are seeing with our own eyes. And when we question the false reality that we're being presented with, or we claim that what we see is that actual reality, we are vilified. We are called racist. We are called bigots. We are called plain crazy. Your gut tells you what's right. For instance, New York State has twice as many deaths from COVID-19 than any other state. And New York has accounted for one-fifth of all COVID-19 deaths. But we are told that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has handled the pandemic better than any other governor. Let's see him beat Dr. Uh, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis here in Florida. So that's gaslighting. And it's happening to us every, every day. In a country where we spend billions and trillions, actually trillions of dollars on healthcare, and uh, we rank down at the bottom of the list. They project we're going to be spending over $6 trillion by 2028. You think you're getting your money's worth, ladies and gentlemen? So let me just bring this to your light because you're not hearing it from the gaslighters. This is from Health Freedom Pennsylvania. The CDC has just quietly changed is statistics of fatalities from COVID. That is, people who died just from COVID. They were saying it was 6%. Now they have dropped it to 5%. Of that total, those who died had an average of four comorbidities. That's the average of the total, the 560-some thousand uh, deaths had an average of four comorbidities like obesity, diabetes, uh, uh, Parkinson's, and other, other, uh, you know, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, whatever, but four other comorbidities. 
So with only 5% dying just from COVID, not, I mean, don't get me wrong. One death is too many, but instead of 560,000, it's probably closer to 28,000 that died just from COVID. So the CDC has this on their website. Weekly updates by select demographic and geographical characteristics. But you don't hear this. All we hear, and we have been hearing for a year now, is the, how many COVID positives, which we know the test was 90% false positive, how many positive cases we have, and how many people are dying. But they're not telling you that the majority of hospitalized patients were overweight and obese and had comorbidities, that 5% of the total had only COVID. You can check that out for yourself. So we really have to get around to restoring, restoring trust in the system. Okay, so let me just tell you what else has been going on. Great, great article uh, about the vaccine uh, by John Rappaport. No more fake news, John Rappaport. The COVID-19 vaccines designed to elicit neutralizing antibodies may sensitize vaccine recipients to more severe disease than if they were not vaccinated, quote unquote. Where did, where did John get that? He said this quote appears in the October 2020 study published in the International Journal of Clinical Practice. The title study was, is, quote, informed consent disclosure to vaccine trial subjects of risk of COVID-19 vaccines worsening clinical disease. The study declares that volunteers in COVID vaccine clinical trials and people who receive the vaccine after clinical trials, that's now, should be informed there is a risk of, quote, more severe disease than if they were not vaccinated, unquote. I'm surprised every day that how many people do not know they did not receive a vaccine, but rather received a gene-altering therapy that has never been used before. For some reason, they don't realize that they are the, the, the test subjects. This is emergency use for an investigational drug. But they don't see it. So uh, that's from John today, and it just just it just gets your gets your attention. And you know, the CDC states that as many people have died from COVID nineteen vaccines as all vaccines combined in the last twenty years. In fact, it's up about twelve thousand percent. Now, the, the CDC website we're talking about, we're not talking about uh, whatever you know. Timbuktu News, this is the CDC website. 245 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines 
up to May 3rd. During this time, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System received 4,178 reports of death among people who received this shot. Of course, before the vaccine, everything was a COVID death. Now it's, everything is a coincidence. So we'll see. We'll see how they how this all ferrets out. And like I said in the beginning, trust your instinct. Think about things. Just don't uh, listen to the talking heads, including Dr. Phony Fauci. Don't listen to everything they say because they have been wrong from the beginning with their predictions of, a, of millions of deaths. They use false numbers to get us locked down in fear. So they're, what they're telling us is the vaccines are safe and effective. You'll have to decide that for yourself. They're recommending you get this shot, which is experimental and probably uh, violates the uh, Nuremberg Council because it is an experimental treatment that they don't tell you about and they don't t- they're not quite transparent about it. So you are part of a, an experimental drug program. Okay. Again, just to bring some clarity uh, to the situation. And that we have to have have and take control of our health and watch out for the spin. So uh, Sarah G has put out a report, you know, just outlining where everything has been wrong, like the asymptomatic transmission didn't happen. It was assumed to be ha- happening globally, but it's never been proven. The PCR test is a, the major basis for this whole lockdown and pandemic. 90 some percent false positives. Interestingly enough, before the vaccine, they were spinning it at 40 cycle thresholds, which was guaranteed to get a positive test. Now they're spinning it at 28, according to Fauci. That's what they should be doing. If you have the shot, if you don't have the shot, you're going to get a 40 spin and you're going to be positive. They have not told us that there is an effective treatment for COVID. You know, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D3, iodine. Okay, and there are lots of studies that, that can be pointed to. But the biotech companies don't want you to know about them. Why are they, they want everybody to die? I don't know the reason. Ivermectin, you know, it's, a, it's been proven to be like 81% effective. And nobody, and doctors were advised not to use it. In six randomized trials of moderate or severe infection, there was a 75% reduction in mortality. How about hydroxychloroquine? Been around for 60 or 70 years and it's very inexpensive. 
the inexpensive part probably was uh, the one that got it shot down. If used early, very effective. With 100% of studies reporting a positive effect and an estimated reduction of 67% when measured about death and hospitalizations. So I often wonder why our physicians, other than the frontline physicians, didn't, didn't have a set of testicles. And even though uh, CDC had said not to use them, they, they could have re referred to this, the multiple studies in the literature and just did it early on, within the first five days. And you know, the CDC changed the criteria of how to report on a death certificate. That's in violation of all kinds of codes, and I'm not going to get into that. And I alluded to earlier about the inaccurate projection models that has that have been used. They have not one of them have been right. So, ladies and gentlemen, those who have received the injection are part of an experimental program that ends in 2023 when they'll collect all the statistics. Ay, ay, ay. What is happening? So, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. And, uh, Today, I was going to start a multi-part series about the death by modern medicine and the fact that a lot of physicians could have saved, it's estimated by Dr. Lee Merritt, 250,000 lives during this pandemic if they just would have used ivermectin and hydro hydroxychloroquine. So we, you know, it's been recommended, and you can't even say this anymore. I don't think. I don't think your doctor is allowed to tell you. You know about that. You using vitamin D three. We know it's there's studies out there that shows if it's above forty or hopefully sixty to eighty, you know, you have a great chance of not getting COVID, and then uh, you have a great chance of beating it. Ninety-five or ninety-six percent of patients who walked out of hospitals after mild to moderate disease had levels above thirty nanograms per milliliter. You can't get that just from the sun, so you have to supplement. And when you supplement vitamin D, it should be vitamin D three, which is really a steroid. People ask me, "What do I take?" Well, I live in Florida, so I do get out in the sun, but I still take five thousand units a day. And I also take magnesium with that, which, which puts the D3 on steroids. Take about 400 milligrams a day. Lugol's iodine. I like it with selenium, you know, because we are really basically iodine deficient. deficient. The Japanese use about 12.5 milligrams a day. And zinc. We use Dr. Wong's zinc product because it's really bioavailable. So I recommend using that at about 200 milligrams a day. Vitamin C, 
That's a great ammunition for your white cells. And you need some in your quiver. About a thousand milligrams a day will keep you there. Divide that up into two doses. If you start to get sick, you're going to have to triple that. And then vitamin K2, also known as MK7. Now, that has a half-life of, believe it or not, of three days. So you really don't have to take it every day, but it stops the calcium from getting in your arteries. And as I said, selenium is important, but I like that you can buy a product that has selenium and uh, iodine together. A lot of doctors recommend NAC. Uh, it's N-acetylcysteine, but it's really being hard to get because uh, the FDA is coming hard down hard on that. But that's part of getting your body to make a great antioxidant called glutathione. So um, I could avoid. I could recommend those now. If whether and that whether you have had the injection or not, I, I can recommend those supplements. If you're having side effects. Well, go see a physician because these unapproved genetic agents that are called vaccines can cause some harmful side effects. You know, like uh, menstrual irregularities, vaginal bleeding, that's abnormal, miscarriage and death. And it has probably has to do with transmission of the spike protein because it's never been used like this before. It's never had a hydrogel lipolipid coating around it. And when you do get the injection, you are a spreader and a shedder. And you can infect non-vaccinated people, children, women. We don't understand the phenomenon right now. We just Observe it. And as I say, observation does improve causation, but uh, we're seeing it. People are reporting about it. And um, there are things you can do about that. I, re I would recommend you get to uh, Dr. Lee Merritt's uh, uh, site, which is called uh, The Medical Rebel. And she has some great information there. And how, if you have had the injection, uh, you can use uh, ivermectin and hydro hydroxychloroquine. So we're not out of this yet, but I think people are starting to wake up. I think people are starting to wake up. And study after study is getting through the censoring, like studies finding higher risk of blood clots with Astra AstraZeneca's vaccine. EU regulators call on Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca for more data, especially as it relates to heart inflammation and Guillain-Barre syndrome. Guillain-Barre can paralyze you. Uh, the heart inflammation is called myocarditis. And there are a lot of people writing about it now. But a lot of it is, sorry to say, is getting censored. It's getting censored. And there, uh, again, John Rappaport talks about the massive increase in deaths reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. 
not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. Unprecedented increase in just over four months. More than the this this uh, agency's history of thirty plus years. Passed it in four months. But they're not saying it's due to the va- the vaccine or the shot right now, are they? Well, the the last time I looked it was last week. It was up over four thousand deaths. And that's only 1% of people that report. So I go back to my original thesis that I've been talking about for a year. Keep your immune system healthy. Keep a superior interior. By eating the correct foods, stay away from all the processed foods. Take a good probiotic or or a spore biotic. Watch how much alcohol you drink. Try and eat as natural as possible. Try and control stress. As I've been talking about, ships don't sink because the water that's around them. Ships sink because of the water that gets inside of them. So don't let what is happening around you get inside of you and weigh you down. Don't turn on the TV to watch this news. You need positive things. You need to associate with people. You need to socialize. You need to get outside. And uh, that'll be another program of why they're giving this vaccine to children who, whom it doesn't really affect. And there are people that are, have dire predictions for vaccinated people vaccinated people dying in the next two to five years. There's a Stephen Fishman who wrote an article, Who Will Survive the Vaccine Holocaust? He states, within five years, 80% or more of those who have been vaccinated either by choice or coercion will at worst be dead or at best will de- will be deathly injured due to prions. There are uh, parts of this spike protein gets into your brain and can cause uh, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's. Spike proteins, messenger RNA converted into transhumanist DNA. There are a lot of prominent people that talk about how the mRNA with reverse transcriptase can get into and change the human DNA forever. Those who can get anaphylactic shock, paralysis of the lungs, fatal blood clotting, and a cocktail of aborted fetal and animal tissue containing viruses, which includes AIDS. And there have been reports of people testing positive for HIV after they got the shot. 
Now, we all hope Steve Fishman is wrong. But, you know, you can still prepare for the for the worst case scenario. And if it doesn't happen, you're still ahead of the game. You know, because only the strong will survive. Right? We heard that from Charles Darwin. Only the strong will survive. All right, I didn't want to be down today. I just want to give you a fact that you're not hearing. You're not hearing on the mainstream media, in the papers, on any of the biotech uh, websites. I don't even want to mention them anymore. I'm not on YouTube anymore. I do have a YouTube channel, Dr. Ron. You know, I, I'm on uh, Coldcast, MeWe. They're the ones I use where we're not censored. Where we can tell what we know as the truth and back it up with uh, articles and not be still not be censored. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's all I wanted to talk to, to you about this week. I want you to know next week, uh, Dr. Wong has sent over a lecture on zymescence and systemic enzymes. You stop making systemic enzymes in your late 20s, and when you run out of systemic enzymes, and when you run out of dopamine, you die. I do want to recommend the book, um, The Testosterone Hypothesis, because when you have a lot of testosterone, you have dopamine. And as the testosterone drops and you get more estrogenic, you have a lot more oxytocin, which is the kumbaya uh, hormone and creates a lack of initiative, lack of capitalism, and more uh, of a collective society. Interesting read. I'm just getting through it. So I'll be away uh, taking care of some business in the, in the state of Pennsylvania. Hopefully uh, I can find a restaurant open up there because in Florida, we are completely open. So we'll see what happens and then we'll be back and then we'll start uh, a series on death by modern medicine and always bring you updates about what's happening in medicine and, and options to take in case you really get sick. And just remember, like I said last week, show me the bodies. There still have been no reports of deaths from vitamins. Still have been no reports of death from vitamins. And I talked about this, right? No deaths from homeopathic remedies, Asian medicine, Hispanic medicine. No deaths from herbs. A single death that was attributed to an unspecified, quote, other single ingredient botan botanical. The obvious uncertainty of such a listing diminishes any claim of its validity. And that's buried on page 1508 of an annual report put out by the American Association of Poison Control Centers. But basically, it shows zero deaths from any vitamin. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're here on Podbean. And uh, we're on uh, Apple Play, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes Radio, iHeart Radio. Leave us a good uh, rating if you, if you want to. That, that would help. And with that, have a great rest of the day. And we'll see you next time. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. 
I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. If you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week. <laughs>